nation. And he said, look on us. Look on us. Look on Jesus. Get your eyes focused off your trouble. Oh, yes, Lord. Off your dissatisfaction. Off your shortcomings. Lord knows we have a long list of dissatisfactions and shortcomings and of failings. It's not about you. It's about him. It's about that finished work on Calvary. When Jesus stretched forth his hands, they were stretched, nailed to the cross for our iniquities, for our transgressions by his stripes. We are healed and he sealed the contract and he said, it is finished. Yes. Written down from the Amen. foundations of the world. Yes. Amen. Amen. And that contract has been delivered to you. It is the plan of salvation. Yes. Amen. Amen. And when you read the fine print, it says you have to do nothing but receive it and believe it. Rise and be healed. I remember yes. Sister Goodman would sing that song. That, under the inspiration of the uh, of the Holy Ghost, and she would belt that song out from the depths of her soul. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. She had a special anointing. It would come up. It would come up like the geyser at Yellowstone. Yes, it would. I mean, it would come up and burst forth in glory. Amen. Rise and be healed. Because God has called you in the trial of affliction. Amen. Amen. I heard that anointing. I've been feeling that message. He's called you in the trial of affliction. And Amen. it's a pressure. And in that affliction, in that trial, the true goal is formed, is created. It is a creative process, the trial of affliction. And what are you going to do with that trial of affliction, Amen. with that pressure, with that? He said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. When all men say all manner of evil against you, when things are going wrong, when you're having trouble with your studies, when you're having trouble on your job, when you're having trouble on your finances, what are you going to do with that pressure? Uh -huh. Now, psychiatrists say, psychology says, the world says, take that pressure and move it through self-esteem, like a steam engine. Uh -huh. See that old steam engine? They, how are you going to channel that pressure? What are you going to do with that trial of affliction? Mm -hmm. if, you, if you channel it God's way, it will turn into gold. Because in that pressure, uh -huh. in that divine pressure, in that spoken word, God creates. He creates jewels. He creates he creates blessings. Uh -huh. He creates a remedy to your situation. 
And you just have to wait upon the yes. Lord. Sometimes we just wait upon the Lord. Don't do something rash. Don't be something stupid. And watch the gates of your mouth. For out of the tongue come the issues of life and death. And that, that pressure can be turned into a destructive force. You know, and the, and the old World War II uh, turrets, gun turrets, the big, the big guns, they would, they would pack the powder charge, and then they would put, they would put these um, buffers, and they put the buffers down there, and then they, then they would put the, the, the big bomb, you know, big, huge thing. They shoot those things about a mile, sometimes a mile and a half away. And if they packed it wrong, the thing would explode. See, make sure mm -hmm. that your pressure is being channeled through a godly way. Amen. 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 I wanted to read some Bible. Because uh, my words can be flawed and messed up. But God's words, God's words can never be. God's words are perfect. Amen. This written word is perfect. And if you follow the written word, if you don't know what to do, follow the word. Amen. And if you have some assumptions and opinions in the word, stay within the parameters of the word. The, the word many times is like warning signs. And those warning signs are there for a reason. I remember this uh, dream. True happening. This young guy, I saw this. This this young lieutenant or, or, or private or whoever he was, he was uh it was right where you you know where the Home Depot is up here, and there's a turnaround. He had a brand spanking new military truck. I mean it was a big thing too, probably worth a, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, and it and it was top heavy. And he turned too fast and flipped it. And here was a $60,000 fancy uh, military truck with all kinds of electronic gear, turned over on the side with all tires sticking out because he turned too sharp. Follow the signs of the Bible. Amen. He says, Amen. James, a servant of God. I'm reading a little James. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall in divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that she may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. See that our trials are for a reason. Mm -hmm. And there are many different types of temptations. And know that, know that God is doing a perfect work in your soul if you stay within the parameters of his word. If you stay in that secret place, you know, that there, you have to give yourself over to the process of time. Time is important to the Lord. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's, there's a time to be still and know that I am God. There, 
there is a time to wait on the Lord because the Lord's trying to talk to us. You know, when, when uh, uh, Samuel, the young child, uh, when he first heard the word of the Lord, uh, the word of the Lord came to Samuel. He was a, a sweet little boy, a sweet little kid that was given over to the service of the Lord. He was in his little cot over by Eli. Uh, there was there was a separation there, and and, uh, and the Lord said, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel got up and he went over to Eli and he said, What do you want? You called me, and Eli says, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. You know, and so the little Samuel tottered over there and got under the covers, and then the Lord called him. Then Samuel, Samuel, he got up, he went over to Eli, he said, well, he called me again. And it dawned on Eli that the Lord was talking to him. You may not recognize God talking to you. You may not recognize it. And you're crying and you're, you're, you're moaning and, and you're, you're reaching out to God. and and. Uh, he wants to talk to you through the word. Amen. And so spend time listening to the word. I, I listen to the word online, and I, I like it. There's about three translations. I listen to the King James, and there's the there's English orator. I listen to him, and they all read different. I really listen to Alexander Scorby. Uh, you know, there's about three, and I just listen to it. And... Uh, and I, I, I go through the, I like the book of Revelation. I like the half of the book of Isaiah and, and Jeremiah and Ezekiel. I just spend a lot of time just listening, listening to the, to the word. And, uh, and then I click it slower and I listen to the words and something sticks. God's talking to me. God's talking to you. He's calling your name. He's calling you and the trial of your affliction. He says, daughter, son, don't I take care of the little bird, the little sparrow up there in its little nest? Beep, 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 beep. Don't I, don't I, you know, I, I, you come into my house, there, we have a porch light, and, uh, and then there's a little nest sitting on the porch, and there's two little swallows. They're the sweetest little thing, and they're nestled on that porch. And when I, as soon as I go, they they they, they fly off, and uh, I don't disturb their nest, even though they're making a mess on the porch. And then and you got this big hunk of dirt sitting on top of the light, <laughs> but that's their nest, and I'm not going to disturb their nest because they're precious. And in my uh, and in my house, there's one of the the the, uh, the the vents is, is, has been gapping the birds nest under there, and I just love to hear them every spring. They're up there building their little nest, and God says, "You are precious," and I know your situation. I know exactly where you are at this present time, and I know the future of where you're going to be. Amen. Uh, uh, this this lady, man, she was concerned about her 
her two sons. He says, he said, Lord, can you grant that they sit on the right hand and on the left? And he says, you don't know what you ask because it has been appointed already who is going to be on the right hand and on the left. You need to wake up to the cognizant of your a part of God's family. And not to be so concerned of what we're going to put on. You know, I, I'm, I've been arrested twice by the fashion police. So, you know, I'm, it's not a problem with me. But don't be concerned of what we're going to put on. So don't you know that God has adorned the lilies? He's, he said, when these lilies grow up, and, well, there's a big rain, all these little water lilies pop. They're so, they're so and, it, and then you go to the most nastiest place on earth, a swamp, you know, or, or a marshy lakeside, and you'll see these nasty lily pads and spiders, and all of a sudden, the most beautiful of all flowers will come out of that swamp. Yeah. If it wasn't for the swamp, you wouldn't have the flower. <laughs> you know and sometimes we want the swamp Donald Trump said I'm going to drain the swamp uh -huh. <laughs> and, and, and then he took survey and he found well if I drained the swamp there'd be nobody left uh -huh. uh, gold he said to buy gold the book of revelation the, uh, 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 the, the Laodicean church he says you guys are so rich and and, and lukewarm, and, and you think you're so together. He says, I want you to go back while there's time. In the trial of your affliction, and wait on me and have patience, mm -hmm. and obtain the gold of the spirit, mm -hmm. the spiritual gold. See, New Jerusalem is coming down. It's the size of the moon. And it's there's there's twelve uh, levels, and there's 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 precious jewels, jewels of the light that we haven't seen. That He speaks into existence, and God will speak into existence jewels in your soul, precious things deep down in your heart. And in your life, he'll speak these things into existence. And the city is built out of gold that is transparent like glass. There's nothing like it on this earth. Amen. So don't Amen. be, don't, don't go after the gold of this world, though it is important. Some of you are coming into careers that can make you a lot of money. Now, Abraham. The father of faith was very wealthy. Mm -hmm. And if you're called to do that, don't let that gold go to your head. But he, it said he was rich in souls of men. You know, Lot got in trouble. Lot was, was, was somewhat of a screw-up, and, and he was double-minded, and he ran off and, and camped towards Sodom, which was his demise. But he got in trouble and was captured by 
by a bunch of band of marauders and Abraham gathered a force of 300 men that he had trained. He had his own private SWAT team mm -hmm. and captured Abraham. I mean, Abraham captured that force and went, took the tenths of the spoil and gave it to Melchizedek, a very mysterious Christ-like figure. Amen. A tenth was given to God. Give ties to the church amen but he had 300 young men under him if you have the ability to do business do it godly wise do it sanctified don't get it don't fall in love like that that move you know i'm a james bond buff you know i like james I try to stay away from the seedy side, but there was a one guy that I kind of relate to, and that was Goldfinger. <laughs> My name is Finger. You know, I would, I've been called Goldfinger, and Goldfinger loved gold. You know, and the thing about it, if you buy, say you got a lot of money, and you buy $10,000 worth of, of, of new minted gold coins, you know, and you take them out of the plastic, and you play with them, you know, because you like the feel of that physical gold. It turns some people on. There's people that have starved to death playing with gold coins. They wouldn't spend them, and they would starve to death playing with this natural gold. And then, and they, then sometimes they'll take them out of their little plastic, and they'll they'll play with this gold and they like the feel of it. It has a certain ring to it and then they'll put it back in the plastic. And then later on, you know, if they die or if they want to cash that in, they, they take these plastic uh, containers with the gold coins in them and they try, to, they try to sell them, but they have to devalued because if they played with it. Be very careful with the wealth of this world. It can be a deadly poison if you fall in love with it. But if you use it to the glory of God, Amen. you can make a difference in the world. Though Noah, Daniel, and Job stood before me, yet my heart can be towards his people. What about Noah and Daniel and Job? They were all very rich people. They were rich men that spent their faith their time on their knees, crying out for those that were under them. A place of authority, there's great responsibility. Amen. And if you're coming into a career uh, where don't be satisfied with just being a bedpan juggler, you know, just, just doing your own thing, get in a place of authority. I'm serious about that. One of the reasons I'm comfortable is that I discovered real estate and I got a bunch of renters under me. And it's, it is better to collect the rent than to receive it. It is. It's better to collect rent than to, than to pay rent. Get in a place of authority if God moves you. Now, if God doesn't move you, don't do it. But find your place in his plan. And if you can find your place in his plan and go with 
the divine flow, you can make a difference. And I'll brag on Donald Trump. Now, if there ever was a golden man, he's a golden man. And his, and his penthouse apartment that he had, there was gold on the walls, there was a gold piano, gold this, gold this, and a gold that. And yet, this very wealthy billionaire had a compassion for his chauffeur and his mate. And it has come out that his chauffeur's mate or the people that, if they got sick, he was there to take care of them. He was compassionate towards them. And all his employees would tell you that this is a very loving man. And he could have been a space, uh, one, of, one of the elites, and detached himself from, from, the, from the, the common people and hobnob with the, with the billionaires and, and the leftists. But he decided that he wanted to save America and make America great again. And if you're a Democrat, I apologize. <laughs> but I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about a man with the gold and authority and influence over people that wanted to make a difference. And you may be just on the other end of the spectrum to where you're just getting a social security check and you, you, don't, you don't have a gold coin in your pocket. You don't even have it in your teeth. <laughs> if you got teeth, you may not even have teeth to have a gold piece in your teeth. You know, like me, I like to have some gold in my teeth, but I, half of my teeth are missing. <laughs> yeah. So you. So wherever you. But but the Lord said that to the to the poor in, in the book of James. Now I I went through it. I'll paraphrase it. I don't want to go and read the, the text. You know, I'm not going to keep you that long. But He says, "Those that are poor in the faith, you are rich." Blessed are the meek, uh -huh. for they shall inherit the earth. He said, blessed are you when all men speak evil against you. Blessed are you that are persecuted for righteousness sake. He said, blessed are you that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Amen. That's part of the trials of your affliction. When you got when the when your stack of bills are higher than your money, it is a trial of affliction. You know? And if you get embittered with that, and you say, Well, God really is not concerned with my plight and my troubles, you will you will take that trial and fail. Mm -hmm. But if you say, I'm just a little bird, I'm just the lowly of the lowly, and I'm going to trust God. Amen. And I'm going to believe God. You know, I I, I was exposed to a, a, a lot of street people once upon a time when I had a mission in Long Beach. And every once in a while, I would run across a evangelist tramp. I, I met a few of them. They were really anointed of the Holy Ghost. And they were, they were street people that had a calling to reach other street people. 
And, uh, and I remember talking to a couple of these guys, and they were just so full of the love of God, and they lived in the missions. And they had the dirty pants and the, the shoes with the holes in it. And uh, they, would, uh, they would go amongst them, and they would sing the gospel songs, but they would mean it from their heart, and they would witness, and they would, they would pray for the sick. And they were mightily used of God. So when God calls your name, say, here am I, Lord. Use me. And be sensitive to the Spirit. Be sensitive to the Spirit. Amen. Amen. And rise and be healed. Listen to the Holy Spirit. And sometimes it's hard to listen. In this day, we got we got the cell phones. We're distracted. We're distracted with business. We're just learn how to turn off some of this technological distraction. Learn how to turn off the political voices. They can drive you crazy. You get caught up in this, and this wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. You're your natural indignation is a destructive force. Don't get bent out of shape politically about the riots and the looters and the disrespect for the flag and the president. Don't get caught up in this and this and this hatred way. Amen. Because if you do, you will be distracted in what matters, and that is to hear his still, small voice. And, when, and if you learn to listen, you can feel God's arms around you say, I love you. You are precious. You mean so much to me. And he called. He calls your name. He said, my sheep, hear my voice, and I will call your name out. Because it all belongs to you. I had a dream uh, last night. And uh, I, I was, because I did construction and work, and I worked at Walmart. I, I fixed stuff, you know. And I have these houses, and I buy them old, and tore up and I fix them. Anyway, there was this big place that I was working on and uh, uh, there was a room that was set aside for tools and then there was a, there was an annex on that and I looked up at this annex and, and, the, and it was in shambles. I mean that the timbers were coming down and uh, it had a kind of a tin roof and it was falling down and, and so I, I, I began to fix it and reconstruct it and uh and other parts of this of this building there was big steel poles like in walmart and it was nice and and uh and solid and strong and that's the way the world is mm -hmm. amen your particular area where you're at may be falling down your the tin on your rafters may be coming down but don't be distracted God has you in his plan. Yes, amen. 
And he's got a, he said, don't fear, don't get bent out of shape. In my mm -hmm. father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. Amen. For you. Oh, thank you. And it is you. beyond your imagination to describe. Amen. It is so beautiful, it is so lovely, it is so precious, and you have a, just endured to the end. He that endured to the end shall be saved. Amen. Don't get rash, don't get stupid in your trials of affliction. And everybody has a different type of trial. He said rejoice and be exceeding glad. Offer up prayers of thanksgiving and rejoicing in the trials of and that's a hard thing to do amen. i mean when it's all coming down amen and uh, they're knocking on the door and you got a uh, three days pay or quit <laughs> notice and uh yeah yeah you know that i buy these shoes at the goodwill because i'm cheap <laughs> and uh and I, I, I got three pairs of them, and they're really top quality shoes, but the glue has lost its ability to stick. And, and this 100 degree hit, uh, degree hits these old shoes, and I'll be bending over, and they'll just split apart. <laughs> <laughs> I got three pairs that look like dogs talking, you know. <laughs> but I can get... I can get some high quality glue and re-glue those shoes. And they're good for another hundred miles. So one of these days I'm gonna I'm gonna get the glue. I've been looking for it. I haven't been able to find it lately. So I'll have to go to the heart the hardware store and get some kind of epoxy glue, but I'm gonna re-glue those shoes. There is hope to your sufferings and your sufferings are a great price in the eyes of, of the Lord. The Bible Amen. says the death of his, of his saints are precious in the eyes of the Lord. And the Bible says that when you do your best and you fail on the many levels that we all fail, and you, and you spend time and say, Lord, you know, I just don't got it together. And, and I haven't been the witness that I should have been. I haven't been the husband or the daughter or the father or the wife that I should have been. And I've just failed here and I failed there. And, and, uh, and I wrecked the car and done all these things and you just... You just feel so broken down and, and discouraged. And if you take that energy and you don't fall into self-pity, but you direct it up towards the Lord and you say, Lord, I'm just your dumb sheep. <laughs> You just feel isolated and alone, and you just look up in your dis discouragement and say, Lord, I need your help. 
I need your divine touch. I need your presence. I need your love. I need your compassion. And Lord, I promise to, to take this love and compassion and, and try to help others around me. But right now, it's not my mother or my brother, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. It's not my father nor my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. I promise to stop. <laughs> it's me, it's me, oh Lord. And the Lord says, I am a God of tenderness and compassion. That's what he said. He said, and when I see you reaching out to me as a as a dear child, as as a stranded sheep. He leaves the 99 sheep that are all comfy and behaved and doing well, and he searches out for be, to that lost one because he hears your bleating. He's in tune to the bleating of his sheep. Mm -hmm. And he's moved by the feelings of your infirmities and your shortcomings, you know. And, and I feel like I'm a failure in many ways. And uh, sometimes I get discouraged. And sometimes I get discouraged with my braggadocious big talk mess. <laughs> yeah. But, but then he said, don't judge one another because you'll get it wrong. You'll get it wrong. Just be compassionate and reach out and touch others as, as you want to be touched. As you want to be loved and comforted, so do to others. And there are wrongs and injustices in this world that we all suffer from the government, from workplace, from relatives. And there's, you know, I, I, I have, uh, I was a realtor for a long time, not a very good one, I'll admit that. And I was a preacher at the same time for what it's worth, uh, but I'd run across people whose families would die without wills and uh, and there would be a, there would be a house worth in California half a million dollars 500,000 and there would be five siblings and it all begin the fight over that house and they all they all hate one another never talk to one another for 10 20 years over over a disputed inheritance of junk and trash. Because everything in this world, including the gold and silver of this world, to heaven's standards, is junk and trash. 
I mean, if, if you could take a big pile of, of, uh, of Eagle Gold coins, set it on here, and then the, and another, if you can get the vision of one brick on the streets of gold, <laughs> something so commonplace mm -hmm. in the New Jerusalem and the heaven on earth and our true inheritance. There's not, there's enough to go around. Don't get discouraged and muddled down in, in, the, in the mully grubs of a disputed inheritance. You have a better inheritance, yes, but you have yes. to be meek to receive it. And what is meekness? Meekness is, 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 is just as I am without one plea. Amen. I come to you just as I am without one plea. That's a song of meekness. You're coming to the Lord Jesus Christ with nothing to offer. He's not interested in your good looks. <laughs> He's not interested in your talents and your abilities. He wants you because you're his child. And when you come to him in all meekness and humility and loving one another, finding your, your place and position in the body of Christ, that's why we are here. Don't worry about those that aren't here. That's why we are here. Amen. We want to be in the perfect yes. will of God. Yes, amen. And just embrace and rejoice that you are part of that perfect family. That family, it's a family affair, you know. Uh, James, which I was quoting, was the brother, half-brother of Jesus, and Jude was also. And uh, they really didn't recognize him most of his life's ministry. But when he resurrected from the dead, they said, my brother is God Almighty. Your brother is God Almighty. We are adopted into the family. That doesn't mean that we're gods, but we are children of God. And sometimes that reality just needs to strike you. That, that you are a trillionaire. And in that dream, I saw I saw banknotes of cities, and uh, there was a there there was just just a just a tremendous amount of money, big stacks of hundred dollar bills, and these banknotes of, of that the city had. In other words, the the wealth of the cities, the wealth of the world was in this box. That, part of this dream and it belonged to me and I said cover it up don't let anybody see it you cover up the wealth and it's yours it belongs to you the meek shall inherit the earth it's yours hold fast to it 
because it belongs to you. And quit feeling impoverished. Uh -huh. Quit feeling Amen. sorry for yourself. Yes, quit feeling maudlin and depressed. You are a child of God. You're going to walk on streets of yeah, gold. Yeah. You've got no right to stay depressed. You've got no right to be modeling and, and, and disconnected. Because life is the spirit of the living God. That, that's why hell is such a depressing place. Because it's those people who said, I don't want anything to do with the life of God. I don't want anything to do with the spirit of the living God. They, they reject the spirit of the living God in this world. And so when they leave this world, they're put in a place where that spirit is no longer there. And they realize the only thing I... The only reason I had any joy and any life and and any feeling of well-being was the spirit of the Lord. Amen. The only reason we have any anything at all is the spirit of the living God. Amen. It's 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 what makes the uh, the the little flowers come up in the and. And it, it puts the song and and the and the birds' breast. And without that, there there is nothing. And the very best of nature is just a shadow and a prototype of of heaven, which belongs to us. And we're going to leave our limited capacities to even see the beauty around us mm -hmm. you know sometimes we get so jaded with this this rotten world that we don't even see the love and the beauty uh, of nature like that song says there were there were birds in the trees but i never heard them singing mm -hmm. you know uh, there there was flowers and there was bumblebees and i never i never observed them because they were so jaded in their brain and then they fell in love with this girl romance is a wonderful thing and i'm speaking of spiritual romance mm -hmm. let spiritual romance rapture you and your in your soul because we are going to a very romantic place it's going to be wonderful and uh, the older you get, I'm 65, going on 66. My brother here, he's 85. Some of you are uh, different ages. We're all going to be there soon. Amen. Hallelujah. We really are. Amen. Uh, ask God to open up your spiritual eyes Amen. and see through that dark, that that glass darkly. Mm -hmm. Ask God to open up your spiritual nose and get a whiff oh, thank you, Jesus. of heaven. Amen. A sensitivity in your soul to touch and feel and believe 
And Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time and my oh, words yes, are done. And Lord, help us you, Lord. to appreciate you, your love. Not to get so distracted from that love, from that love, Lord, and to embrace you. Oh, yes, Lord, we praise you tonight. We love you, Jesus.